airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you allowing us to spend uh, this afternoon with you. Um, wherever it is that you find yourself, thank you for inviting the Addisons in. We appreciate it. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC. Um, you can connect with us. Um, through various ways, you yes. can social media. You can look for Aaron the Addison's page on Facebook. That's right. Um, if you want to look for us on Twitter, if you do that, um, just to say it, you know, simply, <laughs> we're not on there much. I'm not on Twitter much. <laughs> I'm really not. I I feel like Twitter is the place where cowards go to make a name for themselves. No offense to anyone else who's on Twitter, because wow. I myself am on Twitter. Like that. I know it's pretty hard. <laughs> okay. I myself am on Twitter, but I feel like Twitter is sort of like a rootless conglomerate <laughs> look at how many how many i don't know how many ways i can look, 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 look I, president trump's on twitter but tw- but president trump <laughs> came to twitter you can name anybody else <laughs> you want you want a piece of this come on bob bob you want this today bob Is, do you do you really want to strike at this hornet's nest saying, today like, that's his president main, trump uh, had a name before he was on twitter now what say it again let's go my, but my, he's on there my clapbacks are really strong today i'm strong with this one I'm just saying, he's on there. You know, there are people who've been listening. They're like, I've been waiting for them to fight. They can't love each other all the time. I see. He just took her earrings off. I knew it was going to happen one day. And this is the day, Tuesday, January 28th. The Addisons fought on the air. Anyways, um, you don't have to wait for a day of the week. I mean, it could be any second, right? We could break out and just disagree. Oh, boy. Um, no, but the president had a name before he came there. I'm talking about what I can. I mean, every the trolls are strong on Twitter. Yeah. People who don't have anything else to do. And I'm trying to be very careful here. I just don't like Twitter. I have very strong feelings yeah. of, it's you know, different. It's I don't different, like Twitter. It's a different animal. I don't I like Twitter. That. People are threatened on Twitter. People, you know... And, and there's no way to track those people. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Whereas I feel like Facebook allows for a little bit of connectivity. It's like, okay, who do you know? Who are your friends? Like, right, right, you right. can't just come out of nowhere <laughs> and then just start telling people, hey, you're a loser. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can't do that on Facebook. So I prefer <laughs> it because it seems a little more real. You're I know right. it's not. You're right. But I just have strong feelings against I was gonna say, Twitter. Unless you uh, friend somebody that you don't really know. Doesn't, doesn't happen. But then you can block them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I and I don't feel bad about that at all. Doesn't happen. Bye. When you send me a friend re- request, um, please know I'm checking your people. <laughs> I'm, and this is why it takes me a while to respond. Anyone who sent me a friend request on Facebook, you know this. You're like, man, I sent you a <laughs> friend request six weeks ago. Let me tell you, it doesn't happen immediately, and here is why. Number one, I never feel obligated to accept a friend request if I don't know the person. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, because that's not real world, people. Mm-hmm. You need to, and I want you to be released from that. <laughs> if you accept a friend request, that's your choice. You don't feel compelled. You don't feel obligated. I'm going to bring you back to the real world mm-hmm. where there are people in your life that you actually touch physically every single day and yeah. they matter a lot. So you don't need to have electronic friends 
breathing down your neck saying, hey, I messaged <laughs> you. It's like, well, hold on a second. Right, right, right. <laughs> My kid needed to have his nose wiped. <laughs> so, so, but, but to the, the whole point about Facebook. Right, where right? are we going? You did this. I did um, <laughs> the whole thing about Facebook. So I always, I double check friend requests. And uh -huh. what I'm checking for is I'm checking for mutual friends, which most people do. But I'm also checking your most recent posts. No. I'm checking to see what your activity Mika is on Facebook. I sure do. And let me tell you why. <laughs> I don't believe that I need to upset myself unnecessarily. No, you don't. It's your so page. So if you, you want to, to follow my page, you know? I want to see if I want to be followed by you. Exactly. All I do is see if you're friends with them. And if they're like, well, friends I don't with know Mickey. about that. I know. I found that out too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, oh, sometimes, well, maybe Sometimes not. there are people that I can tolerate that you can't tolerate. <laughs> um, but, but let me say this. I don't accept friend requests from people who don't wear shirts. You I have do those? You'd be surprised. Wow. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't accept friend requests from people who don't wear shirts or are half dressed as a rule. I just don't. Because I feel like if that is what you want me to see when you send me a Facebook <laughs> friend request, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I just, I don't have time for that. Yeah. So anyway, you guys don't ask me my opinion on stuff. You know, Mickey is just... I, didn't, I, I just didn't, you said yeah. the thing about Twitter. I just say the president. He's on Twitter. Oh yeah, you tried to sting me with that. I, I'm just saying it was just a matter of fact. Yeah, and but but the president had a name before he was on Twitter, as did some of the other celebrities that I on had Twitter. a name before I was on Twitter. Yeah, you know, but nobody knew it. Um, <laughs> Look, we have a conference coming up Go that ahead. we are uh, going to be partaking in. Yeah. Next month, uh, February seven and eight, uh, Gospel is Enough conference that will be happening in Bartlett, Tennessee. Yeah. And so you can go to gospelisenough.com mm -hmm. to get more information about that and sign up, you know, register for that conference. And then we also in June have the Marriage, Family and Life Conference coming up June 25th through the 27th. And you can go to marriagefamilylife.net to get all information about that. So those are two events I think you will want to. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about it. And, and let yes. me also just say. Um, recently I was listening to a podcast, um, as I was coming in, JD and I were both actually listening to this podcast and it was, um, it was Frank Turek's podcast. Yes. Um, I have, a, I have, you know, Hey, you have your library of podcasts mm -hmm. that you listen to. And so I was checking in with Frank to see what was up. What, ha what have I missed? What's and, up Frank? Hey Frank, what's up? And so recently I realized I missed, um, a podcast that Frank did with Dr. Michael Brown. Mm. So Dr. Frank Turek and yes. Dr. Michael Brown yes. were sharing the same airwaves at the same time, most Boom. recently. And they are both going to be at the Marriage, Family, and Life Conference. They sure will. Which is really, really cool. I'm yes. very, very excited um, about what they're going to bring. You know, we're trying to hold the line in our generation. Mm -hmm. And um, that means that we stand unapologetically on the side of truth with a capital T. Mm -hmm. And so you can learn more about that by going to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net. Yes. And uh, we hope that we'll see you. Um, coming up most recently here, and then we'll make a shift and we'll be talking about the Marriage, Family, Life Conference just about every day. Yes. Because y'all need to come. Y'all need to hear about this. Look, if you know, if you. That's I'm, your I'm selling serious. point? Y'all yeah, need, to come? need to I'm telling you. you Is that a tagline? You're going you, to kick yourself if you don't come to this conference. That's a great tagline. <laughs> it, it sounds like the country car salesman's tagline. Uh, <laughs> you don't come to this conference, boy, you'll kick yourself. Yeah, that's it. I like it. I like Bumper sticker. Yeah, it's convincing. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead, Will. No, I'm saying it's, it's a great atmosphere. It's a great conference. And uh, we really try to. Uh, um, you know, be led by the Lord to get speakers who are speaking to the things that we are dealing with yes. in, in our culture, you know, and, and how as Christians we need to, to fight. The um, the theme is in defense of in, in defense of truth. truth. Sorry, okay? excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> get it out. In defense of truth. You're and so, so much more gracious than I am. Huh? If I had done that, you'd have been like, it's OK. Like, yeah. you know. 
Remember I, that. I would I'm say sorry. that it's okay. But you I know. know, I know. In defense of truth, okay. Yeah. And uh, and again, if you want more information about it, go to marriagefamilylife.net, and we have where you can register there. You can uh, find out about hotel accommodations on there. Yes. You can also see a schedule for um, the event, mm -hmm. you know, on there as well. So all the information is there. We've got a great relationship with um, a couple of our local hotels, and Sherry B oversees Sherry all of B. that. And I will tell you, last couple years, the blocks of rooms that we reserved were all taken. And so if you're planning on coming, if this is something that you want to do with your family, and remember, you'll kick yourself if you don't. Yes, right. Um, so Will said. <laughs> you'll kick yourself if you don't. Um, look into that sooner rather than later because we got a lot of calls after those rooms were all reserved, you know, and, and we can make recommendations after that. But the discount that you get mm -hmm. um, being affiliated with the conferences, then it's that's it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Once those are gone, we did increase the number of rooms. Sherry yes. B did. Yes. Um, because of because of the issues we had last year with all of them being almost immediately taken. So but we still can't guarantee that they'll be there once you decide if you're like me, if you're Brenda. <laughs> go ahead and let Bob get on this. If you're a pro <laughs> procrastinator. No, Bob, go ahead and let Brenda. You know how this goes, Bob. You know how this goes. You if you let, procrastinate. Let Brenda get on it and, you know, man, it's all that's good. me. If it's not the last minute, it's not getting done. Um, let me say this and then we'll move on and get into the meat of what we want to talk about today. By the way, we sure do love you guys. Um, we love that you appreciate and, and put up with us. Okay? Let me say that after, after <laughs> you're this. you talking to me or the audience? Uh, I was talking to the audience, but okay. the same thing could be applied to you. All right. Well. All right. I love that. You want me to say that you put up with me? No, that you put up with me. No, I don't put up with you. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. We put up with each other. Let's go. Yeah, that's kind of hurtful. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no sweet way to spin that. All right. Um, let me say this one other thing, and then yes. we'll move on and get into the meat of what we want to discuss today, because, boy, we got some heavy topics to, to look at. Um, all joking aside, I was, you know, kind of coming in. I came in kind of strong and heavy with Twitter and Facebook and all of that. If you have sent me a personal uh Facebook friend request and mm -hmm. I've not responded truth here, not any jokes or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It is because I have, I go through them each individually yeah. and I'm not ignoring you. Yeah. So I don't want anyone thinking, Oh, that's why she didn't accept my, I did have on a suit. It's, it's, <laughs> not, it's, it's just that I take it seriously because I've had some threats mm -hmm. on Facebook. You mm -hmm. understand? I've had some threats. And so I don't play with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And from time to time I post pictures of my kids. Not very often. You'll notice. Mm -hmm. But from time to time, I do. And so, you know, if you've had somebody say something like, you know, we're watching you, things like that. You know, and people are crazy. But, and last but not least, it's your page. And it's you, my page, you do right. what you want. So I say all of that jokingly. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I just want people to know it doesn't come from like a who yeah. do you think you are. It comes yeah, from yeah. I've been burned by that. And, um, you know, you take steps to make sure that you don't just let anyone have that kind of access to you. You don't have to, people. No, you don't have to. You don't There's have no to. Rule. You don't have to respond to every message. That's and right. You don't. And I... I just want to free believers because, you know, social networking has taken over our lives and we in some ways think it's more real than real life. And it isn't. Mm. It isn't. Mm -hmm. I, that's one aspect of it that I don't enjoy. Now, I, I see the benefits of it and I think that it is a medium that really we can use for the glory of God, but we must keep those things in perspective. Mm. Okay, don't let that overrun your life and don't let that become more real to you than the people you actually touch. If you are doing something and, you know, you've got someone, a person there sometimes. And, Will, you and I have had mm. this tension before. It's like, okay, we need to finish up this mm -hmm. and then give each other our undivided attention. Because to be updating a status while a person that is right there in your face is talking mm -hmm. to you, 
man, it's just the epitome of rudeness, right? And I've been there. I've, mm-hmm. It seems like it's more pressing, mm-hmm. right? But we got to mm-hmm. shut that down and say, enough of that. Exactly. You know, I was talking to a, a friend of mine just today, and I was sending an email. And mm-hmm. this is the, the busyness that we're in today, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, and because I wanted to give her my undivided attention, and I said, hang on one second. Mm-hmm. Let me send this email. And then I want to give you my undivided attention. Yeah. Guys, there's nothing wrong with that. Rather than the person talking mm-hmm. and you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, 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 right. And yeah. then sending your, your email. I mean, just say, hang on one second. This is pressing. Mm-hmm. But then I want to give you my undivided attention. We can, we can be, let's make human great again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's, let's, let's. Uh, Mr. Spirit, human has never been great. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that's none that's good. Well, no, not one. I mean, okay. you, uh, we're made, <laughs> made in the image of God. And so, as image bearers, anyways, you don't, you, you want to debate me? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't say that because when people hear Wait, you don't say, say that, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you no, want I, me to debate you? Yeah, I do because okay, I Okay, let's debate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we oh go. Let's look at the topics of of today. Okay. Right? Um, did we get all of the information out of the way that uh, we needed to discuss? I think so. Here is my question for you as we turn into what we are actually going to discuss. People are like, they tune in for the Addisons because it's drama. Mm-hmm. They're like, we get all the serious heavy content from AFR in the morning. <laughs> and then in the afternoon, we get days of our lives. But, you know, we're about to turn the corner. We, gonna we are. Into the thick of it. Oh, yes. Very good. Yes. Don't worry, little one. We will see soon enough where <laughs> we're going. We got you. We have a flashlight, right? All right. Here we um, go. So here is my question for mm-hmm. you. Are we automatically, as Christians, are we guilty by association today in Christian mm. culture, Christian circles? For example, my question is this. If a person is associated, and we'll have to get to this on the other side of the break. Mm -hmm. If a person is associated or speaks well of a person we know to be the enemy of orthodoxy, Hmm. do we then say that person is also the enemy of orthodoxy? If they speak well of an unorthodox person, or do we say um, maybe there are things they don't know about that person, maybe the Hmm. accolades are not meant to be taken as... Okay, that's a good question. A full endorsement. Okay. This is what I want to explore today. Also, I want to take a look at your friend, Joy Bayard. Uh, you no, love her. That's not my you friend. You love Joy. No. You love her. Look, Sherry Don't B. Do that. Y'all both, that's just, be- okay. <laughs> anyway, she had a little misstep. Didn't plan for that. Oh, we'll wow. look at that and more. Erin the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Kind of overbearing. What she are you talking over about? Him, he can't get a word in Edgewaters. <laughs> <laughs> Who's saying that? Brenda? Welcome back. I know it's Brenda's mom. Okay. Welcome back to <laughs> wow. Aaron the Addisons on American <laughs> Family Radio. Guys, we're okay. I mean, unless anyone, I mean, if you have experience who, who in marriage counseling, okay? who, who? And marriage counselors, oh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're standing they're by. They're checking. Watch this. 
they're checking their beepers to see if we reached out to them for help. <laughs> the beepers. Wow. Beepers. That's a blast from the past. I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> raise your hand if you had a beeper. I didn't. You did? Yeah, I was a hall why counselor in the dorm. I was about to say, you were doing some street for I was a, No, I, rem- I know that's why they were. No, <laughs> no. Is that a racist statement? No, I just... A black woman would only have a beeper if she were engaged in street pharmacy? <laughs> what no, if, that's just a What if I uh, were a doctor? What if uh, I were a doctor back in the day? You were not. That's true. <laughs> no, I was, I was a residence hall counselor when, oh, when okay. I, in college. So the way that they would let us know if there was an emergency in the dorms is you had a beeper. Ah. That was before cell phones. So we had beepers, and so we'd have to call numbers back. And these do- these dorm emergencies could range from, you know, someone's locked out of their room uh-huh. or someone is sick in the hallway uh-huh. because they were out all night yeah, partying. I understand. <laughs> I lived. I gave my utmost for his highest in the dorms. OK, <laughs> I gave my life to the Lord. All right. All right. Back to the topic at hand. Why, right, guys? Back to the topic at hand. People are like she often goes back to that. No, she needs a violin and playing in the background. A small like, one. Yeah, just right know, between your fingers. Not a victim. Okay. okay. Here we go. So guilty by association. That's the question. I was reading this yeah. article and I thought we could have a conversation around this. And this article is from Reformation Charlotte. You know, I check their website from time mm. to time and, yeah. and check out their articles. Um, I do believe that they have their ear to the ground and they're watching things that are going on right. that could be problematic in the body of Christ. And so I think this is all a good thing, right? And um, and this article that I saw, I was like, whoa, I was really kind of bothered by it. If I said the name Max Lucado, everyone yeah. immediately recognizes yeah, that name. I think definitely. like over 11 million copies of books sold. He's a prolific writer. I mean, he's a pastor. Just a solid name like yeah. Max Lucado. You know, I mean, right, right, you right. probably have a... You know, you, m- you probably have one of his books, or one of his books, or something like Sitting that around. on your bookshelf, yeah. right? And uh, so, this article was talking about how Max Licato was recently on a Jen Hatmaker podcast episode. Yeah, giveaway. Well, I don't know, <laughs> and that's what I would like to talk to you about as we go yeah. into the thick of it. <laughs> and I don't want you to jump to conclusions here. Okay, I, d- I mean, All come right. on, you don't be Paul about this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I read the article and I thought, well, the best way for me to know if this is an accurate perception of Max Licato is to go and listen to the podcast. And so I didn't want to just hear this portion that was mentioned on Reformation Charlotte. I wanted to hear all of it because mm-hmm. sometimes I think, you know, if we just take one part of an interview, we might mischaracterize a person. But here is the headline. The headline is evangelical pastor and author Max Licato endorses pro-gay Jen Hatmaker. And so hmm. I thought, wow, that's a big claim. Yeah, that's a huge it's claim. It's a huge claim. And so if you're not familiar with Jen Hatmaker, Jen Hatmaker's books were pulled from the Lifeway bookstores um, a few years ago when she came out as pro-homosexual. She endorsed gay Christianity and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, and I don't want to couple these, these things together. I'm going to say one thing, and then I'm going to give a disclaimer here. She, okay. was, she had this campaign of, like, you know, giving um, pride marchers hugs and signs like, you know, yeah. a mother hug to right. a, you know. Which there's nothing wrong with that, except mm-hmm. that it was attached to a statement. Mm-hmm. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. this is sort of Jen Hatmaker's lane that she has carved out. Um, also being pro-woman, which today pro-woman has its own meaning. So mm-hmm. Jen Hatmaker is, you know, she's she's kind of a she's a Christian feminist mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Okay, mm-hmm. and it became problematic, and so Lifeway pulled her materials. Um, well, anyway, she recently sat down to interview Max Licato. And what Reformation Charlotte points out is that Max Licato was kind of singing her praises, 
Okay. Hmm. So quoting from the article here, and then we're going to play a couple clips for you. But quoting from the article, um, Max Lucado, and I heard this part of it, said mm-hmm. to Jen Hatmaker, quote, I think so highly of you. You energized me to listen to your podcast the other day. I caught myself needing to get out of the car, mm-hmm. but I was listening to your podcast and I just sat and I just sat and I just sat. You make it so easy and delightful and yet profound at the same time. He continues praising her and your heart. And you know what else I like, Jen? You bring me in touch with a circle of believers that I might not typically have contact with, you know? Mm. He, he goes on. You expand my circle and that's good for me. I don't really like my preconceptions to be tested, but it's good for me. And sometimes when I listen to your podcast, I just feel stretched tighter than a trampoline skin, but it's good, it's good. And I really need that and I appreciate it, end quote. Um, so he's saying, you stretch me, you introduce me to a circle of Christians that I would not normally be introduced to. Um, that on its face right. is not necessarily not, problematic yeah, for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can see how the writers over at the website Reformation Charlotte are looking at this and they're going, right. hold on a second. Jen Hatmaker's circle of friends right. are, you know, the celibate Christian, gay celibate Christian people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's because you know, of Jonathan Mary. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So I can see how if these are the friends that we have in mind, mm-hmm. you're going, wait, 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 Max. <laughs> right. Hold up, brother. There's a reason why you're not in that circle. Yeah. And you don't need to be stretched in this way. Right. 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 So I listened to this and I listened, giving Max Licato the benefit of the doubt. I feel like he has right. earned it as a mainstay in um, what we will consider the public scene of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's earned this benefit of the doubt. Well, as I continued listening to the podcast, I thought, well, now hold on, Reformation Charlotte. Did y'all not get this part? I mean, if you want a headline, mm-hmm. there's a bigger <clears throat> headline than him saying, you introduce me to people that I've not known and stretch me. Right. There's some problematic conversation coming from Max Lucado himself. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with the endorsement of Jen Hatmaker. And that is what I want to have a conversation around. Um, we're kind of in this, we're drifting a little bit in Christianity because we are, we've been introduced to some concepts mm. that if we don't immediately cast those things down or filter them through scripture, and I say this respectfully, Max Lucado has earned the right to be respected among Christians. I want to make that very clear, okay? I'm going to respect my elders in the faith, right? But this was, this was problematic. Let's go with this, I think it's clip one that mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. where he's talking about what his church is going through an exploration of the Holy Spirit. And I want you to listen carefully here. This is Max Lucado, clip one. So we are very interested today um, to sort of mine the depths of your experience and learn from that. But I, I wonder if, if you would be so kind. Uh, most of my listeners obviously know who you are and um, have for years, but um, I would love to hear first, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't mind, about kind of where you are right now in this stage of your life. What's going mm-hmm. on in your in your family, in your home, in your ministry? What you're focusing on? We kind of want to know what is today's Max. I'm still at the same church. Yeah. I've I've been at the Oak Hills Church in San Antonio since 1988. Wow. I've moved moved here from Brazil, yeah. and. Uh, and then we just just stayed here, and uh, I think that's going to be part of our conversation. You know, mm-hmm. is is uh, in terms of longevity and and uh, uh, avoiding cynicism and yep. keeping faith fresh. Um, uh, part of that is is this church 
that has uh, put up with me all these years. Mm. Right now, I'm in a role at the church that we call teaching pastor. Yeah. And that means that I'm not in charge of the staff anymore, Mm -hmm. which is great for me and really great for them. And I'm learning. I'm learning. Mm. My exciting thing these days is a a greater love and appreciation for the Holy Spirit. Mm. Uh, I I feel like my heart has been activated uh, to to a deeper appreciation for what he does and how Mm. desperately we need him or her, however you want Mm. to call it, the Mm. Holy Spirit. And uh, so that that's a nutshell right there. No, 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 Mm. no, no. So, so we have a bigger problem with our brother here yeah. because it's not about him saying Jen Hatmaker introduces me to people who mm-hmm. stretch me or that she herself stretches me. Mm-hmm. I think you can take that caution and then couple it with this kind of the shack type understanding mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and say, whoa, whoa, brother Max, right. um, <laughs> that's a problem. That's a, that's a problem. John chapter 14, I mean, among others, okay, the Holy Spirit is described using male pronouns. Mm -hmm. He is a part of the Godhead. Do you understand? And I wonder if he felt like some pressure to to do that because of who he was talking to. Because of talking to a feminist. Right. And because of this move to erase distinctions Mm. between maleness and femaleness, now I have heard I've heard some people say, you know, look at God describing himself and saying he's loved to gather you as a hen mm-hmm. gathers and all of these but but that aside, <laughs> let's understand what God says of himself. Amen. Let's understand what Jesus Christ said of the Holy Spirit, the helper who is God, who is going to be in you. Mm. He said to the disciples, you know him, he is with you but he is going to be in you Mm -hmm. and he is going to lead you and he is going to guide you. He's going to remind you of all the things that I have said. There's Jesus doesn't leave any room for him or her. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So when I put those two things together, I go, while I wouldn't just stop at Max Lucado giving an interview Mm -hmm. to Jen Hatmaker, Mm -hmm. referring to the Holy spirit as him or her, is a huge red flag in my mind. Yeah, me too. I that's, go, that's, oh man, are we at this point stumbling? Yeah. I mean, this this is outside of orthodoxy. This is this right. is the problem with the shack, right? Among other things. Yeah, you understand. Right. But it was popular. You had all kinds of Christians endorsing it mm-hmm. because it gave people this new and exciting way to view the Father, to view the Godhead. To me, I mean, it was, it it was, um, I, you know. I, it was yes <laughs> yes i mean we should just yes yeah. and just destructive to christians attempting to learn who the lord is yeah you know which is why you don't use novels and things like that mm-hmm. to learn who the lord is mm-hmm. go to the word of god amen how has god revealed himself that's what to we need to go us, amen you know but he doesn't stop there and so as he is continuing on in this conversation with jen hatmaker um Jen Hatmaker leads him into this conversation about inclusivity, Mm -hmm. which, you know, again, it's one of those things where I just go, you know, (laughs) I, I hate, I'm going to tell you, I I don't like, and I think that men are strong. I think that men are designed to be in the position of leadership, Mm -hmm. but we have some, some strong feminists 
who have weakened the resolve of men mm. that when those men are in the presence of those types of women, mm-hmm. they falter. Yeah. And I got to just tell you, frankly, that angers me. Yeah. It upsets me because what I would want from a Max Licato mm-hmm. is a strong response to Jen Hatmaker's question. And I was going to say, if you listen to the interview, you can kind of hear him kind of ifing. I call it ifing. Mm-hmm. Like when he's getting ready to speak, it's kind of like, uh, and, and you know, like kind of, kind of like trying to measure what he's going to say. And I think he was really not just because of wanting to be careful, but I think he was, he understood who he was talking to. It's the narrative today. And he wanted to say the right thing, the right thing to not ruffle and yield her to her womanhood. Yeah. And, and her people, the people, the circle. This is insane. Yeah. Let's listen to clip two. Here we go. Two days ago, I went to downtown San Antonio uh, to have lunch with a pastor of a downtown church uh, uh, that is uh, uh, caught up in the uh, uh, controversy mm-hmm. over whether or not to have uh, gay marriages. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and and so they've they've landed on the side of yes. Okay, they they will mm-hmm. they will have gay marriages, and uh, uh, they have about two hundred active members. Okay, but listen listen to this, they feed about 800 homeless people a week. Beautiful. About 800 homeless mm-hmm. people a week. Now, I, d- I didn't go online to see what is said about this church in mm-hmm. social media. Sure. I would imagine it's not always positive mm-hmm. because of the stance they've taken on gay marriage. Mm-hmm. While I was with him and meeting their staff and walking through their building, that topic never came up. Mm-hmm. We were, I was just fascinated at and humbled hmm. at their ability to care for the homeless and the poor. Right. And we connected right there. We connected yeah. right there. And, 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 and there's fellowship there. Yeah. There's fellowship. Th- th- does that make sense? We, oh, 100%. I mean, if anything has ever been clear in Scripture, as we like to say that everything is, it's that our part of our faith community's responsibility is to care deeply for the poor and for yeah. the marginalized and hurting in our communities. Yes, it, of course yeah. there's fellowship around that. You know what else has um, never <laughs> been more clear, Jen? Who? Jen, you know what else? Um, God's design for human sexuality, Brother yeah. Max. And you have to stand um, for that right now, I don't, today. Like, I don't, like, there's no question here. Yeah. You know, Will and I, we coined this, um, this phrase, this term, um, to describe people <laughs> oh who do not have a broad-shouldered approach to the Word of God, who do not stand on it, mm-hmm. all right? It, we describe the conversation as something sounding um, very similar to a person attempting to talk while eating soup. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. It's, <laughs> so we call that soup mouth. Right. Soup mouth. <laughs> the question is now, and I want to say this as respectfully as I can. Gay marriage is not a controversy. Come on. Gay marriage is not a controversy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We have a turning away from orthodoxy mm-hmm. manifesting itself in all kinds of ways. Among those ways would be so-called gay marriage. Homosexuality does never ever move in the Bible from being negative to favorable. There is never a gray area about homosexuality ever spoken of in the word of God. There's no debate there. There's no controversy. We would only use the word controversy when we're trying to placate Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. or cater to people's neo-Christianity. Come on. All right, we got to grab the break. Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We're just we're just trying to hold the line in our generation. Yeah. We don't have authority to change orthodoxy. Amen. Do you understand? We don't we, that's not within our power. Okay? We submit to the word of God. We don't author it. <laughs> we don't write it. And I don't care how prolific a writer we are. I don't care how many people listen to our podcast or how many celebrities are checking us out, you know. I don't I don't care. Right. You're not big enough that you get to rewrite orthodoxy mm. ever. You just don't get to do that, okay? And, and it's the body of Christ. We have got to be bold enough to not only speak out, but one, we've got to be discerning enough to recognize when it's happening. Yeah. To know yeah. when people are saying things that may be subtle, but man, they are violently destructive. Mm-hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit, you know him or her or whatever you want. No, what do you mean? Like, what, right, where right. have we ever heard that in life? Right. Like that's there's not that's, there's not yeah. one place in Scripture where you hear or read of the Holy Spirit being referred to as her, right, or she. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is not shack Christianity. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That's a problem. It's a huge problem. And to call. The vileness of homosexuality, a controversy, as if, oh my goodness, you know, where, what do we, we don't know. We're going to have to, I don't know. Look, let me, let me tell you something. And then, and then we'll, we can start getting calls queued up. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Then I want to play a clip from The View, Will's favorite show. Oh, no. And, uh, and we, then we'll go to the phone we lines. Can, we can pass on that. But yeah. let me, <laughs> let me just say this. You know what have been difficult conversations to have when you talk about the historicity of the Bible? Um, so the, the Bible, Old Testament to New Testament, you've had tough conversations around like the question of slaves. So you say, what is the Bible saying? So then you have to have a conversation with people where you talk to them about prescriptive and descriptive mm-hmm. um, narratives in the Bible. And then you have to have a conversation with people where you talk about understanding time and cultures and context and all of these things. And, and they require sit down time with people. That's legitimate. Yeah. Slavery. Even patriarchy, okay, mm-hmm. understanding times and cultures. The Bible yeah. allows for yeah. us to be able to understand this and grow in our knowledge of this. You know what does not fall into that category? Homosexuality. Not at all. Never once, never from <laughs> Old to New Testament, homosexuality does not fall into this category of a cultural understanding of it. Mm-hmm. It is always condemned. Mm-hmm. Old Testament to New Testament. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? There's no provision made for it. <laughs> right. You don't have Jesus in the New Testament saying, no, because of your hardness of heart. Moses said that men could sleep with men. <laughs> nope, you do not see it. It's not a controversial conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not a discussion that is, that is without um, emphatic, firm biblical support against. Right. All right, I just want to say that. And now let me do this, and then we'll go to the phone lines here. Joy Behar mm-hmm. on The View went fishing. They decided that they were going to remember the Jewish Holocaust, which I commend Great. them. 
And that I was, even give props to what Whoopi said in the beginning of that. She didn't get the applause she was looking for. No, she, she didn't. Should've, she should have gotten applause. I was surprised. And I think Kinda. that's because people have to go back and watch the clip. I think that's because there are Holocaust deniers in the Views audience. Yeah. And like, they are <laughs> conflicted because here you have Whoopi Goldberg saying the Holocaust, the Holocaust happened. Right. And she expected raucous applause. You could tell and she nobody didn't get it. She didn't get it. <laughs> but then Joy Behar goes mm-hmm. to interview her two guests. She has two Holocaust survivors on the show and she baits them with the border debate kids Mm -hmm. being separated from their their parents and she tries to get the holocaust survivor to be on the liberal progressive side of open borders Mm -hmm. okay here's joy behar listen yes um millie um i was just uh hearing in the video that um you had to wait over four years before you could come into this country four and a half years four and a half four and a half years and uh, place persons camp. Yes. And, you know, it's some people in this are experiencing that right now in our country. These children are at the border and they uh, they're not letting people in. And it's just tragic to me and to you, I'm sure. Would you like to speak to that at all? Naturally. When I saw it on television, I couldn't believe it. And my heart was aching. As a mother, seeing the children were separated from the parents, I realized who doesn't want to come to America? The best land in the world, the lucky one who can come here, a land of opportunity, of freedom. To us, it was a dream to get here. (coughs) Naturally, it was worth it to wait. Because when we came here, I practically kissed the earth. Mm-hmm. We lived in Brownsville, yeah. Brooklyn, for 10 years. I loved the place. My best memories are from there. We felt so free. We were walking the streets, all kinds of people, all races. We felt, we felt at home. At night, during the day, we were so deprived of being free. Mm-hmm. So that was for us a miracle, a miracle what happened. Mm-hmm. And when we saw what happened with the people who wanted to come to, to America, oh. naturally, it's a land of, of laws. You cannot just come and want to come in. But I'm sure that the United States will find a way how to accommodate people who want freedom, who want a, a good life. Yeah. We need to protect yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Let's hope for the best. Oh, okay, because we're a land of laws. Mm-hmm. Did you... People can't just come in. That's what she said. So People can't just come in. That is it. not what Joy Behar was no, going for. No, So even the person who waited four and a half years who survived the Holocaust said, mm-hmm. no, but it was worth it. Mm-hmm. It was worth, worth the wait. The wait. Yeah. It was worth doing it the right way. Right. That is gold. Let's yeah. go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? Let's go to Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Uh, I wanted to respond about the uh, Max Locato and the Jen Hatmaker. Yeah. Uh, I see this more and more that people are just, you know, they're, they want us to capitulate to this homosexual agenda. And it's just gotten to where it's, it's almost unbelievable to me. I'm a Southern Baptist, and I'm even starting to see it in some of our churches mm. now. And it's, it's a simple thing to me. I mean, 
why are there no uh, murderers' parades or liars' parades? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus loves us all. He died for every one of those homosexuals. But it's clear they have to repent just like any other mm-hmm. sinner like mm-hmm. we all are. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what gets me. It's like they're, they're just trying to force it no matter what. And, and you know, you guys, I appreciate you all constantly uh, bringing it up because I, I was surprised when I, and I, but I looked it up online and, you were telling it like it was with Maxwell Cato. It's, it's just a shame that he uh, seems like he's went down that path, too. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Thank Kyle. You. We appreciate your comments. And and look, and I want to say what we don't get from, from Max Licato, and we'll go straight, straight away to the next call, what we don't get is an endorsement of homosexuality. But what we get that I think is problematic is a willingness to ignore it in mm-hmm. exchange for the works of the church. Right. So they're doing great stuff. I mean, they might be embroiled in this controversy. It's not a controversy, but they're doing great stuff. So we don't, even in the the rest of the interview, you don't hear him endorse that, but it is a very soft approach to what the Bible has clearly condemned. And he used a word that kind of um, pierced me when he said, not pierced me, but it kind of opened my eyes. He said, and we had fellowship. I'm yes. like, okay, so True. you have fellowship with this church that's taken on this position mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, affirming homosexual marriage. That should be some type of rebuke. Yeah, well. in that not just fellowship. Okay, we we fed some people and we yeah. had a great old time. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad to you know feed the homeless, but he said we had fellowship. Oh, so that's an excellent. That point. should have been a point where it's like in that fellowship, quote mm-hmm. unquote. There should have been some questions asked about asked about <laughs> okay, about uh you know what was going on their stance uh, concerning homosexual marriage. Because well, the Bible asks us, what fellowship does light have with darkness? Exactly. There is, there is no fellowship. There's no fellowship. Yeah. There. So he said they have fellowship. Man, that's a great so. point. I agree with you. All right. Let's go to uh, Alexandra in Ohio. Hi, Alexandra. Hi. Good afternoon. Hello. Uh, I just like to say very quickly that I was very disappointed when I heard about the Max Lucado interview. I thank the Lord for, for both of your clarity, teaching the lesson that you taught today. Uh, you presented it very clearly with this with the the sin of this generation of accepting homosexuality but not only that one of the things that really broke my heart is when they are saying about feeding the homeless um how important it is for us to do this and take care of people who need help however we can't feed the homeless when we are let them go to hell because oh. they do not know mm. the truth of mm. Jesus Christ mm. will save them. And, right. and Jesus does not accept sin. We can't worship sin and worship the Lord at the same time. Mm-hmm. So before we feed them, or as we feed them, we have to clearly present Jesus mm. Christ. Alexandra? But the only reason that I called mm-hmm. is because I was thanking the Lord as the two of you were very clearly presenting what you presented in your in your program today. Mm. Thank you, and stay firm on the Lord so you can have a program that can really preach the gospel the way you did today. Oh, Thank God you. bless Thank you. Thank you. God bless Thank you, you Alexandra. Alexandra. That clearly, clearly. But she's um, right on. Her point is <laughs> excellently made. Thank you so much. Man. Alexandra, please pray for us. Pray yes. for us that we will continue to glorify God in this work that we do. Okay, let's go to Fran in uh, Alabama. Hi, Fran. Hey, guys. Um, a lot has been said of what I wanted to say about the Maxwell Cato, but um, I would say that when I read The Shack, I was deeply disturbed mm. by the feminine presence mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. 
and for Max Licato to say his or her, whichever you want to call it, mm. I find that heartbreaking. Because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. we, we know, we know what the word says. Mm-hmm. But we have to remember that Max, Russell Moore, so many of those are in this group now that I don't know what has happened, mm-hmm. but it's like we're going to milk everything down. Mm. And we're just, it's like the ones that won't have itching ears. That's exactly what it is, Fran. Yes. That is, God bless you. That is exactly what it is. And it does grieve us. It should grieve us all. It should. Yes. Yes. Let's go to uh, Stephanie in Arkansas. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Addison. How are you? Hey. Good. Good. Hey, so I had a question. Um, I have a niece who's married to a woman. And uh, we grew up, you know, she grew up with us most of her life and then Mm -hmm. kind of split from the family. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really tough because sometimes it's hard to know if we should be, you know, gathering with them. And I I mean, you love them and they know where we stand and they know that we've had this conversation with them. They know um, that we love them. You know, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. it's really hard. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But holidays, for instance, um, Holidays are really tough because I have kids and I'm not sure mm. if um, I want them around my kids, you know, when they openly have this marriage. So what are your thoughts on that, I guess? Let me ask you this one question before you go, Stephanie. Your niece and the the woman that she is living in a marriage-esque relationship with, are they Christians? Um, they grew up, both grew up in Christian households, but I would say... Um, I don't think they're actively living a Christian life. Obviously, it's hard to say, you know, mm-hmm. if someone's a Christian, if they're in this marriage and they're right. happily disobeying the word of God, you know. Okay. Yeah. So if it, let me just say this, Stephanie, if you want to listen on the line here, I'll give my commentary and then we'll try to squeeze in at least a couple more calls. Um, let me say this. There's, the Bible prescribes for us how to deal with professing believers who are in unrepentant sin. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us not to fellowship with them. Right. But Paul is very clear in that he says this is not for an unbelieving world, because if mm-hmm. that were the case, you'd have to go out from the from, world. Yeah, OK, right. so he's saying that's not what I'm saying to you. He mm-hmm. says that anyone who calls himself a Professing brother be a Christian. don't yeah. have anything to do with that's them. Right. Now, I will say this. I wouldn't have my kids around an environment where there was drinking and cussing and smoking. Mm-hmm. So if you elect to protect your kids from that which is abhorrent to God, yeah. then that is your choice. That's not hateful. That's you being a parent. I would put open, brazen homosexuality on display in that category. I sure would. That's my personal conviction, yeah, Stephanie. The Lord will lead you. But look, if I had family members where they were big time cussers and drinkers and smokers, and that's the kind of environment, we're not doing Christmas at your house. Right. And the Addisons have no problem with that. Guys, the first <laughs> time you sting a person with your rejection, mm-hmm. it gets easier. Yeah. Yeah. You, you love your kids. You want to protect them. Standard. This is, yeah, that's it's right. It's a standard. And, you know, and you'll find that people would adhere to it. You know, and we don't we're not being mean or anything like nope. that, but there's a certain standard. Exactly so, right. Let's yeah. try to squeeze in one more call. All right. Let's go to Eddie in Virginia. Hi, Eddie. Hi. Great show, guys. God Thank bless you. you. Uh, I, I, I just wanted to, uh, to add this in the conversation we, we've had today. I think it's important to remember because I've known I've known gay couples myself. Mm hmm. And older gay couples, and one of them, when one of them passed away, it was terrible. I mean, it was awful. And the, you know, I just they have true feel. They have true feelings. I'm not, I'm not upholding it, mm-hmm. and I'm not upholding gay marriage. But at the same token, I, I don't think we need to be. De- and I'm not saying you are. Mm-hmm. But we don't. I don't think we need to be demonizing it either, because mm-hmm. 
these people have true feelings and do i understand it all no i don't yeah let me say this eddie i I hear what i hear let me let me say this because we're going to run out of time brother i absolutely hear what you're saying i absolutely hear what you're saying but let me say this we cannot say to a liar and you know and it's okay Mm-hmm. Because we understand right. what the wages of sin is. Right. It's death. Right. So when we understand that, we can't sugarcoat what we're talking about. Now, we must show compassion to the Amen. person who's caught up in lying. Amen. We want them to come out of that. But we're not going to call it something other than lying. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.